meditation (laughs) (laughs) you guys are very well used to our uh harmonic year because uh that's that's our signature trademark that's yeah the signature trademark of of our tri-state area lingo i say tri-state area because we're all in it shout out shout out to zoom um but yeah y'all this is episode 38 the last episode of the year For us. You can already see that Mark is exhausted yep. from all the podcasts Mark, we've done Yeah, this Mark, year. yo, our guy <laughs> Zoom has been just completely swamped with content to, to produce for you guys, but... Uh, we all have, we all have. You already know what it is. It's the Brown Steve Jobs mix with Steve Austin, a.k.a. Norin Rad, a.k.a. former Knight of Ren. I dropped out. <laughs> I don't fuck with Kylo and his boys anymore. Uh... Not because I didn't like the movie or anything, but I'm going on a tangent. Uh, I'm Ozymandias here, joined through crystal clear audio from the lost borough, the Gostoso, Clown Prince, and hailing all the way. Oops, messed up the applause there. Hailing all the way from Clifton, New Jersey, senior DC correspondent, CEO of TD Bank, and President of Stats. For the Boston Celtics. Zoom. Yes. Good for you, man. Your rankings are like crazy right now. I know. Too bad my salary's not. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, guys, you are chilling with villains, and we're here to talk about The Mandalorian season one. I know we haven't really been showing much love to it because, like, it kind of kinda got overshadowed by the greatness that is Watchmen. So, we're talking know, about also- it now. Also, Star Wars had come out, so we talked about, you know, uh, episode nine. Yeah, so it, it kind of got overshadowed by a couple things, but nonetheless, we here, better late than never. But never late is better. <laughs> Shout out to yeah, Drake. That's a, uh, that's a Drake bar, so I ain't repeating <laughs> that. Well, yeah, guys, uh, so conference, start us off. Sure. Um, Mandalorian season one, the very first, uh, I don't want to say the, uh, no, it it was the very first, um, show that was on Disney plus, right? The first thing that people were able to stream when they bought it, at least episode one. Um, so yeah, we got chapter eight now redemption. That's what it ended with. Overall, I love the idea of the Mandalorian. I, I'll give this season a a, a, good, a good thumbs up. A real, I'll say, eight out of ten. Uh, I'll say seven point five out of ten. As an entire order. season rating. Yeah. All right. Because 
I I really enjoyed it. Um, there was uh, some episodes that were more. Um, there were they were they felt like fillers. So I'll say probably like two or three of them that felt like fillers in a and in an eight uh, episode season. I don't think that should be the case. But nonetheless, that didn't detract enough for me to be like, oh, okay, like I'm bored or the season isn't good. <clears throat> I still think the characters that were introduced have been amazing. Like, obviously, Baby Yoda is the talk of the fucking World. <laughs> last couple. Yeah, last couple of months. This has been all Baby Yoda. Um, Mando himself, played by, uh, played by Pedro Pascal, was absolutely phenomenal. We had uh, Gina uh, Carano as Cara Dunn, who's also great. Carl uh, Withers, you know, all of them, uh, all the cast members did a, a spectacular job. Shout out to the directors. Um, this last one directed by Taika Waititi, who did uh, Thor Ragnarok. And like I always say, if 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 I'm laughing in a, in a serious situation, then I don't like it, even though it is funny. So like Thor Ragnarok, I I had a love-hate relationship with that movie. And it was kind of, it wasn't the same for me in this this episode in chapter eight called Redemption. It was written by John Favreau, who also created this. So shout out to John. Um, but there were some moments where you could clearly see it's Taika Waititi. And I was just like, okay, cool. Like he put in a funny moment there because that's just what he does. But overall, I think he kept that serious tone that I wanted from the season for that. How I know Mark is going to touch at, I'm going to say as well, it did not feel like anything was accomplished really in this last episode because the main villain showed up, played by Giancarlo Esposito, Moff Gideon, showed up in the previous episode. Yeah. And then you kind of think they, they got him beat already, which I, I'm glad they didn't because I'm like, no way you're going to introduce exactly, him. Exactly, yeah. Um, but, you know, as we saw in the end, you know, spoiler warnings. Obviously, if you're still listening to this, you should be caught up by now. But when he comes out with the fucking um, the Black Sabres, that what it's called? I, I guess. That's what I'm going to call it. Yeah, well, that shit was fucking dope. Um <laughs> That shit was fucking dope. Um, I, w- I was happy to see that, and at the same time, I'm like, okay, I see, I see they're they're using this finale to set up, um, you know, season two, which obviously will be dropping in fall of 2020. Yep, confirmed so, by Kevin. A couple of things I, mean, that they could have done better. Not by Kevin. By, by oh, this guy all up on Kevin already. <laughs> <laughs> by John Favreau. Shout out to John, bro. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there were a couple of things they did that I felt ro- worked really well. And then a couple of things that could have needed tweaking. But it was the first season. So I'm not going to give them too much shit about it. Because obviously it's Star Wars. The Star Wars fandom is behind it. And we know how divisive the Star Wars fandom can be. But for majority, I can see that everyone is thoroughly enjoying this. People that aren't even Star Wars fans are watching it and, you know, as they should. It, it, you, there's so certain Easter eggs that people might miss here and there, but it won't detract from the overall story that you're watching. So 
I'll give a round of applause, a nice thumbs up to season one and and the finale. But of course, there were a couple of things where I felt like they could have uh, they could have excelled a bit more. That's that's, that's where it's Uncle Snoop. <laughs> Welcome to Uncle Snoop. <laughs> so what's up, Ariel? Let's hear it. All right. So, like similar to your like the points you made, I I feel that the um there there were. There were, to me, I, I just felt that there were two filler episodes, which was episodes um, <coughs> four and five. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if this the season would have been six episodes, it would have been way more solid. Um, again, maybe there was some production, uh, not setbacks, but some production um, compromises that had to be made. Yeah, I'm assuming on at least from the side of Disney. Cause like who, who knows like uh, unless we we call John up right now, and find out like why he had eight episodes instead of six, mm-hmm. but it didn't it did not um it didn't take me out of the the story at all. I just know that that the overall narrative was based on obviously uh Darren that's what his name is. Who um Mando's real name like what's his oh real no name? uh uh Din Din oh yeah Din Jarin. Like we like I I really liked how it all came together eventually, and I also like how there there were fan service moments. I'm not gonna lie, like um, in terms of the the season finale, right? But the show picked up the intensity starting episode six. Like shit started getting good and interesting. Like oh okay, yeah. Like the um, episode seven, Mark and I were talking about this. It felt like that had higher stakes. Because, you know, be, um, R.I.P. to a real one. Uh, what is it? Quill? No, Quinn. Quinn, right? Uh, Who's the? Wait, yeah. Quill. 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 Yeah. yeah, there you go. <laughs> I, I um, wish we call him I have spoken. I, yeah. <laughs> call him I, I have, have spoken. spoken. <laughs> yeah, homeboy got clapped. I was like, oh. Damn, bro. Rest in peace, took... bro. Facts. Rest and they took Baby Yoda. And that, like, I, I felt... Kind of how Mark said, I felt very tense throughout that entire episode. And this one, I didn't feel as tense or really tense at all, in a way. So that that's why uh, I feel, like you said, even though episodes 6, 7, and 8 picked up a lot, I felt 6 and 7 were a bit more, especially 6 as well, him on, the, him on that, uh, in the prison, on like that ship. I was like, oh, this shit is fucking dope. Like, it, it felt like a, a a nice little horror movie that that episode. But yeah, no, nonetheless, go go ahead, continue. Yeah, point. like I, I just think that this was this was like I don't think it was like the filler episodes were so terrible that it was like oh my god, like finished, like it like because I felt I felt like that watching um Iron Fist for example. I know this is completely like different um, subject matter and all that, but oh, yeah, go ahead. Iron Fist, like the way the at least the first season, like it did drag a bit in certain episodes. Like, like I feel like Iron Fist was like like potential. Like there was a lot of potential there considering the story and all Did, that. Didn't you hate that show? I didn't. I, I don't hate anything, dude. I just. Oh, well, didn't you severely dislike it? I didn't. I just didn't like it. I, not severely. Like uh, that's my energy, bro. <laughs> like. Uh... 
No, nah, but like for example, Iron Fist did have those episodes that I just had it like it was just playing in the background, and I'm just doing shit around my house. You know what I'm saying? Like I like I didn't I didn't feel the need to watch on. Right. But with Mando, like I'm like okay, like I I'm regardless if it's filler or not, he's interesting enough of a character for me at least to just follow whatever he's doing. Like I care. Yeah. Like I care about him and Baby Yoda. Like, and like for the. Third time, like for the fourth time around, I find myself caring about a droid as well with IG Eleven. Game Padre Cancer, like shout out to you. Like I'm gonna do a round of applause for IG Eleven because the fucking MVP. <sighs> Played by Taika Waititi himself. Yep. Oh, so remember a couple episodes ago? Uh, that's not English. Remember a couple of episodes ago where I was like, "Do you guys think John Favreau will ever show up?" Um, he already did. He was one of the Mandalorians that got clapped. He was the one that pressed Mando. He was the big I, one. Yeah, I told you <laughs> it's gonna be a big one. It was. It was. It was. John, you were right. You called it. It was John Favreau. Um, shout out Emergency Awesome because I got that from him. Oh my god, bro! We went like three episodes without uh, mentioning Charlie, dude. It was. So, past, it was overdue. It was long overdue. Uh, no, no, it wasn't. So I had to shout him out, but <laughs> shout out Charlie. Um, no, yeah. So that that was that was John Favreau. So yeah, he he was ten steps ahead of, of me when when I was like, do you think he'll ever show up? What I really meant by that was if we'll see you know his face because everyone knows what John Favreau looks like. But he was in the in the in the Mando uh, suit. That's lit. Yeah, it is. It's dope. That's lit. And like, um. This this season, like the, at least the, yes, episode seven was the oh shit moment. With with uh with Baby Yoda getting snatched up, like mm-hmm. that was definitely like I was like oh okay. But also the the story, in episode eight did a good a good of enough job, to kind of distract you that IG eleven was still out there somewhere because I completely forgot that he was like, nearby somewhere. Right. Yeah, cause I was, you know, I was obviously worried. Like, yo, homeboys snuffed Baby Yoda, bro. That shit got me tired. Bro, I was like, like, yeah, the 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 the, the banter between those stormtroopers was funny. I did enjoy it. Fun, <laughs> fun, fun fact that those stormtroopers were Jason Sudeikis. What? And Adam, yes, and Adam Pally. Wow, I don't, I don't know, know who Adam Pally is, but I, have, I don't give a fuck who the second guy is. But Jason, and then I rewatched, I rewatched that scene, and I was like, I knew his voice sounded familiar. Like he had <laughs> such a distinguished voice. Yo, and oh, I know Adam Pally. I just looked him up. He's from uh, he's he like he was in Iron Man three. Oh, I also do know Adam Pally. <laughs> Where's he from? Uh, I'm trying to think. Of Iron Man three. He was Gary the cameraman. Oh, I know who you're talking That's about. That's right. Yes, he was that guy. He was a Tony he's Stark like, fanboy. Yeah, he was like, I got, I got, I got your tat, bro. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So that's homeboy. Um, the but he's still <clears throat> less known than than uh, Jason Sudeikis. So. Yeah, yeah, but he was probably in there just because he knew John from Iron Man Three. Yeah, but Ooh, good point. Yeah, because John was also a producer on there. And, um, yeah, like, again, guys, seeing Giancarlo Esposito show up as a villain. 
Shout I was, out to him. I was completely sold on that. I'm like, yes, like you could tell he's gonna be a beast. Yeah, like he's he's, he's ruthless. Like I fuck with him. Like he kills think, his own men. <laughs> I think I think that's my kind of um. I want to say gripe with with the first season is that there was no real villain. Yeah. And and uh-huh. so well in a way it kind of you kind of thought it was going to be the guild because you know Mando took baby Yoda and now they're after him so they're all Yeah, changed. yeah, exactly, yeah. So but I think with, with especially with those fillers that happen, you kind of you kind of stop and think to yourself like wait, what's the whole point of this again? Like what why are we doing this? I think that's what took away for me a little bit. But like you said, they kind of went back on track and they did it in a way, at least for me, because I know Mark is about to, he's huffing and puffing right now because he about to go off. Um, <laughs> they did it in a way for me. Am I breathing loudly? No, no, no. You're good. No, definitely not as loud as, as, as you know, the other podcast. As <laughs> past experiences. Yeah. Um, but it, it didn't detract. Like, they got back on track where I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I see, like, the uh, re- the remnants of the Empire are now involved in all this that's going on. Cool. And like you said, a lot of Easter eggs does help with gaining interest again. Exactly. But it, And the thing is also that what I really loved about the show is that going in there, the only bounty hunters I really knew, to be honest, was Jenga and Boba Fett. I knew very little that's, about that's the thing. Mandalore or Mandalorians and stuff. And, and the, the show does not at all, like, kind of... They're not pretentious with information, which is what I like. Like, I get it that it's on, it's on Disney Plus and stuff, and they, they, they can, if they want, spoon-feed you information through exposition and stuff, but I just feel like the show had a really kind of easy-to-follow narrative without feeling spoon-fed, like... I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. I know, I know, Beskar is extremely valuable and is extremely important to their culture. Mm-hmm. I understand that Mandal- being a Mandalorian isn't a religion; it's a creed, <clears throat> it's a way of life and stuff. I get that it. Was, that was that was dope. I mean, that's all pretty spoon-fed, though, isn't it? I it I I see For why you would conversations. Think that. Yeah, I see why. Like, yeah, the whole <laughs> "this is the way" thing. I get it, but I I, I don't know. I did. I just didn't feel like it was that in my face about it like i just because again i'm just i'm just so invested in the character already like i just want to kind of it's almost like you you start hanging out like with like a group of people and you're like yo i really fuck with y'all like tell me more (laughs) (laughs) tell me more yo speaking with i fuck with y'all shout out emily swallow pause that <laughs> who plays who plays armor who is the like head yeah, 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 yeah. of the Mandalorians with the fur that yo that's not scene, pussy bro nope nope that scene where she told me she's like yo go ahead he's like come with us she's like nah fam I can take, <laughs> nah, I'm I, good. Can, I can take care of myself don't stress me and when she was kneeling and all them stormtroopers just came up. I was like, oh, it's about to be over. Not for her, for y'all. And, yo, that fight scene was dope. I fuck with that shit heavy. I was like, yo, she... I'm so glad she didn't die. I'm like, because yeah. she, she seems like such a fire character. 
for her to just get killed off like that, I'm like, thank God she didn't. And I hope she plays a much bigger role in season two as yeah, well. Yeah, I hope so too, because we, we kind of did get um I like I like all right. I'm I'm not trying to justify it. I did not like the filler episodes at all. I just think that they were kind of a reason to bring all these characters back because they were tied to some favor that or some deed that Mando did for them. Right. Which I'm referring to uh the shock trooper and um and Quill. Right. And IG eleven. So like mm. I get it. I get like how basically it became like a team up at the end, how I expected it to be. And it was very satisfying. I liked how Quill like, you know, he did what he could to help out and all that. Ended up getting clapped in the end, but it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Shout out to Nick Nolte, who voiced that terrifically. Like, like Quill is legit one of my favorite Star Wars characters ever. Like, he's wow. he's great. Like, the, no, really? I'm just saying the wisdom that he, like, he had with him and stuff. Like, I think, I think, like, that inter, like, his interactions with Mando kind of helped shape how Mando's going to be from here on out as well. Yeah. So um, I think this. I think the season was pretty solid. I give it an eight out of ten. Nice. Give it an eight out of ten. Now, now is it my turn now? Yeah, yeah. It's your turn, bro. Like it, the the floor is yours, sir. So <laughs> finale wise, as I, as as a clown prince said, not the best. Uh, like er, er, he didn't say that. What he said was, it, it felt like there wasn't as much as at stake as it was in the last episode as mm-hmm. last episode. And the reason why I, I also second that is just because as soon as like they immediately, they immediately get baby Yoda back through that. I'm sorry. I, I hated that stormtrooper thing, <laughs> that stormtrooper thing where they're just shooting at the, I didn't like that. Oh, that, was, that wasn't for me. All yeah. Right. That was a miss. That was a miss for me. All right. Well, um, for, the, for those <clears throat> who aren't, as cursed with knowledge, the meaning of that scene was to it's show stormtroopers can't shoot. Right. It and was just it was just a little meta moment. Like it's... It w- no, it was a moment that was going to play into it later. I felt like also because the robot once he finally gets Baby Yoda back, instead of taking this Baby Yoda to the ship, what does he do? He t- puts him in a burlap sack and just drives straight into the goddamn enemies. Where obviously, of course, they all miss their shots. Obviously, um, and yeah, that was great. Um, <laughs> it's like yeah, like he's literally a robot who's programmed to to protect that child. Yeah. Now, it's like yeah, let me, I'm gonna drive you straight into the enemy. Don't worry about it. We good. What? That's the best. Like that makes no sense. It makes absolutely no sense to me. So I was like, whatever. That's that. I mean, villain-wise, um, he is... A, I love that guy. He's a great actor. He's a great villain. Um, so I, I'm not mad at their, at, that, at their villain choice. I'm just mad that it took them this long to re, like reveal who he is. <clears throat> mm-hmm. it, felt, it felt like... Uh, like... <clears throat> It like two episodes of this season could have been used for him, you know, 
and it would have been made that whole thing a lot better for me. Um, didn't really like how he gave them all, all, like so much time to decide whether they were going to give up or not. Yeah, it's three on fucking fifty. But well, no, that that, that that I think is because he found out he probably got word <clears throat> that they didn't have the baby anymore. So he's like, I right, I'm gonna from, from who. Well, the stormtroopers probably weren't responding when they kept trying to get in touch with them. So they were probably like, "Oh shit!" They probably yep. got clapped. But as soon as as soon as they got clapped, the robot takes it straight into the. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like, I don't know. I get it. I do feel like you're <clears throat> nitpicking a bit. That's nitpicking. A robot uh, taking a baby into a well, battle. That, that isn't that. I see how that's an oversight. Because you can also see it like this. Why would the robot bring him back to the ship when stormtroopers could find the ship and just he take can, him again? He can drive the ship. Well, he needed to go get them as well. To to uh, like Mando and Cara Dunn's character, he needed to go save them too. So he rather have the sh- the baby with him, where he can have eyes on him. Yes, it's it's uh, either way to to the robot to uh, what is was name Ig whatever. IG-11, it, yeah. it, it was like a lose-lose. It's like, okay, either I leave him there and risk the chance of them finding him or I bring him with me and, you know, risk the chance of him getting clapped. Either way, it's a, it's you know, it's an unsettling thing that I have to do, the choice I have to make. At least that's how I see it. But, a, right, and I, I get that, but, I mean, like, I feel like as a robot who's emotionless, they... The cl- clear option would be to leave him on the ship, and and then go back if you really want. If he really somehow needed to go back, but again, since his programming was only to protect Baby Yoda, I'm I'm gonna say that he would probably just either take the ship and bounce or just chill the ship. I mean, that's my opinion, but. Look, you're not making bad points. Uh, Like, I can see, like, where you're coming from with this. So, that's, like, one thing. And then, like, um, obviously. You know know why? You know why? What? Like, even though I I can see where you're nitpicking, I agree with you as well. Because if some shit like this were to happen in a DCEU movie or even in the Star Wars genre now in terms of the big screen, people would bitch about it. So... I would have the same complaints though if it was DC or no. I understand whatever. you would, but people, people, I feel tend to when they when something's popping oh, up, oh, like Mandalorian, oh, yeah, yeah, people like look at that and be like, you know what? I'm just keeping it to myself because we don't we we don't really gotta talk about all that, right? But, right, right. Oh, but let let this shit happen in a in a in Batman vs Superman, and the whole world goes crazy. No one bats hashtag, an eye. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag release the Snyder cut. Yeah. No one bats an eye. Um. <laughs> What else? I mean, another thing that I, I didn't like was uh, when they finally when they shoot the the ship down with uh or not shoot it down when he when he blows up the ship I guess uh with the what's his name again the villain oh um, uh, uh, Moth Gideon, Gideon. Mo- yeah Moth Gideon uh when they shoot his ship down everyone's like there wasn't no big explosion or anything like that they just looked at it and just crashed there was no explosion again and they're like ah whatever we're good <laughs> like 
the trained bounty hunter isn't gonna go check on the guy's body? Now that that I can I can agree with. Like you're not nitpicking there because it's like, um, it, although you did see an explosion, would you really want to assume he's dead? No, he. There wasn't an explosion though. That's the thing. I could get it if it was like an if they saw an explosion. Like um, Are you sure? Like, I'm yeah. Pretty, I'm pretty sure there wasn't it, like a. There wasn't like, and now when I say explosion, I mean like, you know, in Star Wars: The Force Awakens, when Finn and, and Poe escape, and that ship, well, even though it was a belch, but I'm like, you didn't see like an like anything shoot up, you know what I mean? Like, it just it just kind of hit the ground. It felt like that you saw like some scrap scraps and shit fly around. Yeah, because they really fell in the sand. Right, but I mean, like, still, you're it's already smoking. It's gonna it's coming in pretty hard. The whole ship was destroyed. Like it was on fire and shit. Like I don't. I, I just don't see how there wasn't an explosion. But whatever. I mean, I, I mean, I don't see how there wasn't an explosion. But there. But the fact that there wasn't, the the bounty hunter was like, nah, he's fine. He's dead. I'm like come on, man. Like you're a bounty hunter. You, this is what you do. You're not gonna go check if he's dead. Come on, please. Mark said this but, is the way. <laughs> Mark said, "This is not the way. This is yeah, not a, the way. I need to figure this, this not shit the way. out." Word, like it would have taken five extra minutes if it was about if, if it was about him to just walk over and be like, "All right, yeah, he's dead." Like, but whatever. Um, then I also feel like they to kind of cover up that fact. I felt like they kind of did a fan service moment, like, "Hey, look, he has a lightsaber. It's okay that he's alive. It's okay. <laughs> he has a lightsaber, guys. Calm down." Like. Come on, it, it felt like they were using fan service in, in to cover up plot holes to me at points in the show, where it was just like, okay, whatever. So, just because I I do like Moth Gideon, and I do like the actor, like the actor playing him, I'm not gonna like completely say I'm not gonna watch the show again. Obviously, because it wasn't really that bad. I, even though I did have obviously a lot of problems with the finale. Uh, if I had to rank it, I'd probably give it like a six out of ten for season one. Um, wow. And I, I, and despite all this criticism, I actually am kind of excited for season two just to see what they do with Moth Gideon. He's like, yo, I know, I just. And I, on I really hope. I really hope. I just really hope that they don't like. They kind of switch it up and they start focusing more on the plot uh instead of whatever the hell they were doing for a few of these episodes yeah so i really hope they focus on the plot and kind of build out the more, more of the characters and or just give the give the show more episodes or i don't know just like figure it out i mean two of these episodes were completely pointless in my eyes mm -hmm. you could have just had you could have just had it building the villain it would have been made for a better finale but anyway <laughs> that's that's it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine, guys. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> One thing I I saw I read an article saying that the Mandalorian uh, finale did better did a better job of wrapping things up than than uh All the, the, rise the, the rise of Skywalker. I never wanted to find somebody <laughs> who wrote that wrote an article so much before in my life and ask him. Why do you do what you do? 
Damn. Like, why do you lie to people? <laughs> that's. I think that's just I, I, for I, clickbait, bro. That has to be for clicks. Dude, I don't know who... Who could watch that and watch, watch The Rise of Skywalker and say, yeah, the finale was better than Rise of Skywalker. I, 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 there's no way. There's absolutely no way you can think that. Blasphemy, bro. Right? Like, oh, my God. Right, so, I mean, at the same time, it's really hard to compare a uh, two-and-a-half-hour movie. Huh? Hello? <laughs> it's really hard to compare a two-and-a-half-hour movie to a 40-minute episode. Yet they did it. So I didn't ask for this, all right? They did. <laughs> I didn't ask for this. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just hey, saying. Let's send them a, a, a strongly worded email, man. Nah, bro. Be a Nancy. Be one of those. Let me speak to your manager type shit. <laughs> Be a Karen. Nah, I'm Gucci. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just. Let me see. Let me see if I can find that article again to like kind of skim over it. So while he looks that up, I just want to do a really quick uh, PSA to the Star Here's Wars another. Fandom. Here's another article, really quick. Oh yeah, but yeah. Put the Mandalorian, the, not the rise of Skywalker, is the future of Star Wars. <laughs> see ya. Anyway, I mean, if we're speaking in literal terms, <laughs> that's true because the Rise of Skywalker completed a whole arc. A 42-year-old arc at that. Right. While the Mandalorian is beginning something new. So I'm taking that on a literal sense. But people like Ariel said they're doing it for clickbait. Literally for fucking clicks, dude. Like, why? Why? Like, here's the thing that that is... That I feel like this has been an amazing decade when it comes to like nerd stuff, for sci-fi epics. Uh, uh-uh. geeks. We are geeks. We are not nerds. This is the way. This is the way. Like I, I just think that. I don't think that when cowboy films were a thing, or when when mobster films were a thing, I don't think that there was this kind of sensationalism. Sensationalism. Are you ready for the sense? Are you ready? Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. I just don't think that there was this kind of... Don't be rude. (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I don't want to interrupt you. I'm sorry. I just don't think there was this kind of... My brain cells just commit suicide. Oh, yo, chill. (laughs) Christ. That is not the way, bro. My brain cells are dying reading this article. No, no, just reading this article. It's like... Sorry, go ahead. I'm not going to say it. point, yeah. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) Well, yeah, real quick, I just don't think that there was this kind of sensationalism like in articles and in, in, in social media posts and social media outrage about this stuff because, like, obviously the internet wasn't, like, like out back then like that. Right. So it's just crazy how a film can, like, the opinion of a film can be tried in, in, in the court of public opinion without any kind of context at all like somebody could just say something about a film and then like again the mob mentality everybody just rolls with it because it just i guess is like again it's very easy to just be negative <coughs> and stuff and right and what what the the best part about all of this is that regardless of how much hate that a brie larson gets for captain marvel regardless of what a how much scrutiny a daisy ridley gets for playing ray Regardless of how much hate Finn got for being casted as a main character with racism and all yep. that, 
they're still gonna make these fucking movies, you fucking incels, right? <laughs> so, uh, take it away, Mark. Alright. So, this, this person, uh, said, <laughs> oh, God. Um, so, but despite the show's flaws, and maybe even because of the flaws, The Mandalorian really captured the essence of classic Star Wars, providing pulpy, fun-filled adventure with a decaying, retro, futuristic aesthetic. Are you saying you like the show because it's bad? Wait, re read that again? <laughs> I'm but just despite trying to... The, despite the show's flaws... And then in parentheses it says, and maybe even because of those flaws, the Mandalorian re really captured the essence of classic Star Wars, ba uh, providing a pulpy, fun-filled adventure with decaying, retro-futuristic aesthetic. Yeah, I think he's he's trying to cap for how how the show did have his low moments, and I guess he's just taking the good with the bad. But that was worded. It's like, it's like well. That's worded in hyperbole, though. Like, relax, and bro. <laughs> it's kind of, but it's kind of like what, what we just said, though, where people will overlook that and be like, uh, you know yeah. what? Maybe, yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's, <laughs> it's fine. fine. The Mandalorian felt like a throwback to a simpler time of bad acting, corny dialogue, and adorable animatronics. Excuse me? Wait, where was the... There was bad acting? Yeah, come on. I mean, man. that's one thing. Where was the battle? I mean, that, that, I can only think of one actor who, who I was like, Ugh. who, the 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 girl, that purple hair, that purple one from the from the heist episode, or oh, that or wasn't. Heist. I don't think that was bad acting. She was just annoying as fuck. Actually, you know what? I agree with you. She that, was kind she of was annoying. she was kind of annoying because she, she was, was overplaying. She wasn't that good. Yeah, she yeah. was. Yeah. She was overdoing it. Yeah. And then, uh, other than that, I don't really know who else I could say was, like, standing out to me. I, to I be guess bad. the I guess the um the village people were kind of flat. <clears throat> like that was a pretty simple. Yeah, in the filler episode, like it was kind of flat there. Yeah, the eight episode season had a filler. That's right. I forgot. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Dude, this man did not like them. <laughs> I I I'm I'm hard on it because I expect more. I expect better. But that doesn't mean that I hate it. Really? Sure sounds yeah. like you. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I'm hard on it because of what I know it can be. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, dude, you're a proud parent. It's fine, guys. Exactly. It's fine. Exactly. <laughs> I didn't I'm like hate that it. coach. I'm a, I'm I'm the coach who's like really hard on his on his star player. Oh, you because coach I know Carter? how good he can be. Coach Carter. <laughs> yeah, I am Coach Carter. <laughs> coach Zoom. <laughs> Yo, I can picture him sitting John Favreau down. Hey, yeah. What hey, the fuck is going on? Get your shit together. <laughs> John's like, I, I got 20 points and 10 rebounds and 15 or 15 assists. You only got 20 points. I want to see that by 30 by the end of the quarter. God damn. <laughs> by the end of the quarter, I'm bad. <laughs> Yo, he said, he said, you remember Iron Man? John's like, yeah. Yeah, you did that, right? Come on. 
It don't look like you did that. Bring that same energy to the Mandalorian. <laughs> Watch the tape. Watch the tape. <laughs> Watch the tape. <laughs> I'm showing him like the first first flight of Iron Man. Oh my god. Yeah, like... yeah, 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 yeah. Watch your mouth, watch your mouth. First flight only belongs to one man and one man only. Oh my god. Don't ever disrespect like that. I wasn't disrespecting, I'm just saying that's what John did. That's not first flight. First flight belongs to Zack Snyder and I said Iron Man's first flight. No. Nah. <laughs> first everyone flight else is... everyone else just had a had a first a, a test run, a test yes. flight. Thank you. A test no, flight. No, 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 Superman no, no, had a no, first no, no, flight. No, 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 no. The, the word flight is only used for one man. Thank you. I have spoken. So, all right. Let's go on a quick commercial break and then break down the episode a little bit. <laughs> sure. Uh, do me a favor, please. Yeah. Go to commercial. Yeah, so welcome back, y'all. Uh... Just just a couple more things we want to touch on before we we send y'all <coughs> off for the new year. Um, Clown Prince, please uh, indulge. Um, one thing I really, really did like about the episode itself was the backstory of um, Din <laughs> Din ja, Jarin Din Jarin. Yes. I love this backstory. Um. I had made a comment while we were watching. I was I was actually watching it with Magneto, and I was like, Magneto and Zoom, and I was like, um, I was like, oh, I think he doesn't like droids, because you know how all the time he's like, no, no droids, no, no this, and uh, you know, I was kind of like, yo, I think he doesn't like it because that was what caused the, the attack back when he was a kid and his parents' death, and Magneto was just like, nah, Mandalorians just don't like droids. That's their thing. I'm like, ah, I think there's a, yeah. I was like, ah, I think there's a, I think there's actually know, a, de- a, a deeper meaning. Like, I don't think they, yeah, you yeah. know, yeah, it could be true that they just don't work great along with yeah, them. Yeah, no, no, they stress that way too much for it to just yeah, be like, oh exactly. yeah, Mandalorians just don't like them. So, Magneto, you can go continue bending metal because. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You're Let not going to listen to this anyway. <laughs> Wait, what you said? I said he not gonna listen to this shit anyway. <laughs> it's true though. Oh man, but uh, <laughs> so I really like the backstory and how he had the Mandalorian save him, and they took him in like he was one of theirs. And when Armor was talking to him, like, oh. You're taking this child in. Kind of what the Mandalorians did to him, he has to do to Baby Yoda now. And, oh, I am so glad they 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 dropped. <clears throat> they finally said, she said Jedi. And I was like, thank you. I was like, y'all were hinting I know, at we're, it. Yeah, and everyone's like, I don't, I, don't, I don't know what this is. What the hell could this be? No, I like. I kind of like that. That, like... <clears throat> I, I, it, was just, it was just weird to me because I was like, I feel like the Jedi is such a... Well known. No, but remember, bro. At, at post, a well rumored thing. Yeah, but post um, if you re- like, if you if you kind of really do the math on it, after uh, uh, Revenge of the Sith, remember that Luke, that not that Luke, that Anakin, pussy ass nigga, killed, <laughs> killed a lot of like the Jedi Order. Like he slaughtered like a bunch of those kids and stuff who were basically future Jedi's. Yeah, there's there's a bunch others in the galaxy and stuff, but. 
from where they're grown from, bro. He kind of, and then uh, I forgot what 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 that what that uh very um sly plan that that Palpatine put together, like basically that every Jedi Temple got hit at once. I forgot what what it was called, like the Order or whatever. The Order sixty six. That oh, I thought Order sixty six was was, was in F- Force Awakens. Oh, I'm pussy. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Man's mixing up the trilogy. Yeah, I don't know. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> but I just like how they keep it consistent because if you eradicate the majority of the Jedi over the span of the next 30 years, which is where the original trilogy takes place, so A New Hope, Empire, and Return of the Jedi, that's 30 years. That's that's 30 different generations. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That the Jedi kind of just gets diluted. Like, it's kind of like, yeah, they were around, and, like, they're kind of not around anymore. So then it's safe to assume that that probably Mando grew up, like, I'm, I've never heard of a Jedi. I've never heard of a lightsaber. Like, I don't know what the Yeah, it's are. it's it's Order 66. Oh, okay, all right. Nice. Yeah. No, it's 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 kind of like, no, but it's, like, kind of weird to me how he's, he's raised by Mandalorians who are these world-traveling, or not world-traveling, but galaxy-traveling bounty hunters, and nobody has heard of this shit. That's like, like yeah, I except 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 for the the for armor. uh the armor, yeah. But also blacksmith. But also we don't know how we also don't. Well, know her name on IMDb is Armor. Oh, it's oh. just Armor. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Just Armor. Armor. Yeah. Oh, okay. Armor. 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 We're twelve. But yeah, like. I just think that's really dope because also yeah. we don't like, I guess my explanation, an explanation for uh, the Mandos not being well up on their Jedi knowledge or whatever, because remember they were in hiding as well after the empire fell. I know it only takes place five years after, <clears throat> after a uh, return of the Jedi, but also there were like, it's safe to assume that all of those, Mandalorians there were foundlings at one point. <sighs> yeah. Who probably were, I don't know, maybe they, because they didn't travel, maybe they didn't know about Jedi like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I guess that's... I mean, I, I mean, I understand, I can understand them not, them not seeing it, but not even hearing whispers or a rumor or a sun. I don't know. Well, I was like, whatever. That, hey, that's that's nitpicking, so... That's nitpicking. Comic. Yeah, that's nitpicking, so I'm not going to say anything. That's not like that's not like a rumor, or not a rumor, an air, uh, a misstep on, or anything. I'm I'm just I was just I was just curious. <clears throat> but that that scene I enjoyed a lot, and I enjoyed the scene a lot where IG Eleven was gonna take his helmet off, and he was like, no, um, you know, he stayed true to his creed. Even it shows the kind of warriors that they are. That even in his he's about to die, and he can get saved. And the only way for him to get saved is to take his helmet off. He's like, no, like, you're not going to do it. And I'm like, damn. But Integrity. That, yeah, and then IG-11 was like, well, technically, I'm not a living thing. So, and obviously, we get the reveal of Pedro Pascal's face. I see people posting about it, and people comment on there like, wow, like, thanks for spoiling the end. I'm like, if you don't know who Pedro Pascal is, and you didn't know he was playing the Mandalorian. How how invested are you really in the Mandalorian? It literally it sounds like him. Like, are you 
Like, come on. Yeah. It's not hard to like put it together. Like you've you've probably seen him in something. Like yeah. you, you you just have to have if if you are into pop culture, you've seen him in either Narcos, Game of Thrones. Oh, well, well, people, 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 people didn't know he was in the show at all. Dude, I don't know. I just I'm confused. <laughs> That's so dumb. right. What, what, like, what were they saying was a spoiler? The, the reveal of his face um, as the Mandalorian. That's a common. That's common knowledge. That he right. And, it, and it's not like they were hiding it. It's like, oh, Pedro Pascal has been cast exactly. as the Mandalorian. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, so yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but that, that scene to me was was really dope where he stayed true to, to that. Like, like Ariel said, his integrity of just being a Mandalorian. And al- although, you know, when we saw in some of the previous episodes where he was taken in by them, they took care of him. You kind of felt his sense of, you know, he's, he lost his childhood, yep. you know, and, and that's what he didn't want for baby Yoda. But at the same time, he still has the utmost respect for them because they did save his life. So I feel like he has this ongoing battle with himself that it's like, yeah, maybe I do just want to live a regular normal life, but I do owe these people everything because they, they gave me a home. They gave me a family after I lost mine. So I, I, I am very excited to see his character build a bit more in season two. I think what I wanted to say um, before we went to commercial break was that I think they're setting everything up. They set everything up in season one, and that's going to make for a better season two. What I mean by that is, yes, we got introduced to Giancarlo Esposito's Gideon, uh, Moff Gideon at the very end. We obviously see he's alive. Now, I think they're either going to go one or two routes with this because Star Wars is known for this. The original trilogy, it wasn't. We knew Vader was the antagonist of episode, you know, of uh, episode four. Yet he was still the antagonist of episode five and episode six. They didn't take care of him right away. Yeah, And I could see them doing the same for Moff Gideon's character. Like, okay, we introduced you to him, and this is going to be the big bad for a couple of more seasons or a couple more arcs, you know? It's not like we're going to just get rid of him within... He's not a, se- he's not a one-season villain type thing. Um, uh, or they could they could either go that route or go the route that I just said, which is make him a one-off, you know, one season, and then he's done, and then they have a new threat. Um. But another thing which I wanted to mention was with um, Boba Boba Fett. All right. Like we supposedly we think it was him that went to go pick up um, what's her name, the Asian girl. Uh, yes, her from, character uh, from Shield. Agents of Shield. Um, let me get her name so we're not calling her the Asian girl. Yeah, Ming Na Win. Mad disrespectful on Ming our part. Ming Na Win. Um. So we we. Of course, everything is presumed. So that that's kind of what we mentioned before um, when we started the podcast, where those are little things like that, which I thought they were going to address. They didn't. And that's what kind of like threw oh, me that's off. Another, that's another thing that never. So but that that's what I'm mentioned. saying. That's why I feel like they're building for that season two arc with with him again as well. So I, I I'm very excited for season two because of that, because they've built so much now in season one that I feel like they are going to pay off in season two. And what I want to make a comment on as well, in terms of, it doesn't just have to strictly be on in TV shows, but also in movies. I feel like us as 
moviegoers and who follow this kind of stuff, we should know better than to just because I feel like John Favreau, I feel like all these directors, all these writers that are are part of this universe, they know better. They know the same as we do. If this is a universe that we're starting, we might we might show you something in this movie or in this episode, and we won't address it until way later because that's just how it's gonna fit in our storyline. You know what I mean? Because, yeah, maybe for the average moviegoer or for the average uh, show watcher who's like, oh, you know what? I'm going to just throw this on because it looks good. And then they put that there and they never pay it off. They'll be like, oh, well, what's the point of watching season two? Like, the show's a mess, this and that, yada, yada, yada. But for us who are cursed with knowledge, we should know eventually they're going to pay off that scene. They're going to pay off that event. Maybe not this season, but next season. You know? And it and it kind of goes the same with, with the movies like Star Wars movies or, you know, just the DCEU or the MCU. Just if you're building a universe, we should automatically assume if this happens in this season, this movie, we shouldn't automatically assume it's going to get paid off in that season or that movie. You know what I mean? Dude, I'm dropping eight bums. God damn. You hit a lot of points that I, that I wanted to touch on and bring up because... I wanted to compare this. This season felt a lot like Daredevil season one. Hear me out. Mm-hmm. Yo, see, I knew he was going to do that. I knew he was going to do that. I knew it. Hear me out. Hear me out. You, you guys won't, you you guys say, won't get takes like this anywhere else. Oh, I'm sure. I, okay. I Daredevil, Daredevil was 13 episodes long. Correct. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. Correct. All right. Season one was 13 episodes long as well as season two and three. But every one of those seasons has a lesser episode. I wouldn't say filler so much here because we're talking about Daredevil here. We're talking about royalty. I just think that this Mandalorian series has the potential to match that kind of upgrade the second time around because... If you were to rank all three seasons of Daredevil, it's safe to assume that you would go with season two as your favorite, correct? Yeah, arguably either season two or I'm season. I'm just saying it's it's in- season three was fire. Yeah, you know, season three was fire. A whole lot of messiness, a lot less filler. But what I'm saying is that the second time around, it was like, oh, this is crazy. Like this. Compared to season one, I mean, like, that's what I mean. Not not in the long run. I'm just saying, like, the second time around, the the producers and directors and writers of the show have a chance to produce what a sequel is supposed to be. Okay. Which is not a photocopy. Just make what we like. Improve it. And improve it. Make it better. Yeah. We shouldn't say just, because that is a hard thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um... I don't know. I, 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 I see what you're saying. But season one of Daredevil was way better than season one of Mandalorian. I feel that. No, no. I, I like, you I know what I'm saying? So, no, like, yeah, but I'm just in saying terms that, yeah. in terms of them making it as good as season, their season two, as good as what Daredevil season two was. That's a that's a tall order, my friend. That's a tall, tall well, order. No, I think what he's saying is just that there's now, room for improvement. Now, now, exactly. There's room well, for there's them to... definitely is. For show. 
damn, this man just did not like um, it. No, I mean, that's every <laughs> show, though. There's room for every There's room for improvement. I see what you're saying. I think they're actually filming it right now as we speak. I are just, they really? Oh, no, they are, yeah. yeah. I remember when I looked it up before. Do you guys like think... like a couple of older podcasts. Now for some... For some... Uh, I guess... Foresight and things. Do y'all think that... Um, we will eventually have a... A series that will lead into a film... Which is kind of inevitable, inevitable, inevitable. You think so? I yeah, I I think that this will this will, the consequences of whatever happens here, I think should directly affect, for narrative's well, sake, you know, <clears throat> should directly affect what goes on in the next film somehow. Because this baby Yoda, I can't just yeah. scoot this away. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because he because he's ox. Yeah, that's like. That's like finding a baby Superman. Exactly, and just speaking him of away. which, I just want to um, touch on Baby Yoda real quick. He is now a Mandalorian, and I really hope we oh, get to see him shit. in a Mando suit. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! Why is he? Why is he Mandalorian? Because well, the armor speech, declared him yeah. a foundling. Yeah, kind of exactly what. Um, what Mando Pedro Pascal was. character was, yeah, it, it's what Yoda is, baby Yoda. And he even gave him that little, th- his little um, Mandalorian, like, uh, oh, yeah, that's the right. Signet. Yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah. Duh. He was like, you, you, you hold on to this. And right, right, right. wow, he's that's yo, JB, you got it, bro. That is that is legit. Um, that's a drop. <laughs> So I think I mean, we're not going to unless they do a time jump, we're not going to see that for a while, right? What a movie! I mean, oh, no, I mean like him and a, him and a man and a man and a uh, Mando suit. Well, we don't know how they age. Yeah. Or yeah, and that it's like next season much. he's like a teenager. Word, he's like yeah, yeah, but rem- <laughs> he's, he's like, like yeah. he's like he's like teenage group. <laughs> he, yeah, he's like crip walking, in his Mando suit. <laughs> <laughs> Baby Yoda crip walking. <laughs> No, but I I don't think that I think that this is gonna end tragically. I think that the Mando character I, I agree. Will, will because like remember this takes yeah, place. He's, he's gonna sacrifice himself. Yeah, for this is gonna Yoda. take over thirty years before Ray was even born. You know what I'm saying? So like, I just hope that Baby Yoda becomes that again that mentor character, like some kind of significant um mentor to now the new generation of star wars characters that were right you know, obviously get up next and I, yeah i'm excited because star wars i feel like the the concept has caught up with the time no 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 that that time has caught up with the concept so now we have the technology to actually make such a fascinating concept that is star wars actually like like you know, to to put that right. to possibly even take the to take the mantle of of most popular out right now, maybe maybe Star Wars is the next step in the new sci-fi age of films that we kind of see everything going towards. And the proof I have of that is with films like Captain Marvel and Guardians of the Galaxy, that it seems like the comic book genre is now leading to more cosmic uh, based stories and stuff and. Star Wars about to be on top again, bro. If 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 they if they take this and actually run with it really well, I have a question. What's up? 
the first order when did that come into play the first order i feel because even when even when ray like in the first in the episode seven yeah ray was still like like and when she was first getting introduced to all this they they've been scrapping for a minute already <clears throat> yeah like the resistance in the first order so like it was going on for some does time. that mean and if this is 30 years back i'm gonna assume probably oh shit yep this has to be some kind of offshoot of 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 uh golf of moff gideon i mean moff gideon yeah yeah it i wonder be, if it, it started kind of with him a little bit yeah because the first order was basically the scattered groups of the empire that were like basically dismantled and they just all grouped up and, and joined up to join you know this new coalition or this new uh, subdivision of, of what the empire was. Yeah. So that's, I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. I, I could see that being a thing. I don't see why not. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot of ways they can, they can go with this. And also the Obi-Wan Kenobi show that's going to come oh, out. Oh shit. That could possibly because, tie into this. Cause you know why they are looking for a young Luke Skywalker to cast. So, uh, so how young Sebastian Stan? Like, uh, no, I think they're looking for a preteen teenager. Oh, okay. But if they do, if they do have flat, uh, fast forwards, Sebastian Stan, one hundred percent. Because they could save a whole lot of money on CGI. <laughs> yep. <I'll tell> you <laughs> that. Save a whole lot exactly. of money. Not that, not that the CGI they do is the de-aging that Disney does is bad. We know how. But they it's would. just yeah, they'll just save yeah. a shit ton of money because yeah. Sebastian looks. Very, very much like a young Mark Hamill. So it's lit. But yeah, I'm, dude, I'm, I'm really excited, excited. Yep. For everything Star Wars, like I said before in a previous podcast, I wasn't that invested. But now, you know, I'm caught up to everything. Well, sorry, I'm not caught up to Solo. I'll still, I'll watch. Oh, that. bro, I'm, I'm, I have half an hour left on that. Damn, this guy's taking forever to finish this movie. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I, I, I wasn't watching it in pieces. I, I watched okay. it. I watched it. Last I started it last night, but then I had to I had to leave, and I was like, "Yo, this is really cool." Obviously, it's 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 kind of mid, considering that it's basically just you know just a heist film. Kind Spoiler, of. Thank you. What it's Han Solo? He's a smuggler. Like, come on. But no. I, oh, it's it's you cool. Said you ain't shit. These these Star Wars stories have the potential to actually be a good set because I don't think that that the solo film like I have half an hour left. I just, so far it's great. Like it's it's good fun. Like it's obviously not better than Rogue One, but goaded. Yeah, Rogue One is fucking out there, bro. That shit is. <clears throat> but nah, man. I'm I'm so. I, I can't wait. Like I said, fall 2020 is big for Mandalorian and all the other Disney plus Marvel shows we're going to get dropping <laughs> for the fall of 2020. Yeah. Wait, so what that the Obi-Wan show is slated for what? 2021? Or it doesn't have a date yet? I don't. Let me, I'll check right now. Cause Disney has the high ground next year. <laughs> ah, I, I understood <laughs> that reference. <laughs> Disney has the high ground next year because they're they're next year stacked with Disney, and then twenty twenty one they're also taking over that as well. So 
Yeah, there's nothing. Um, there's, there's nothing no, going. Oh, okay. no, no news on. I guess we'll find out more at, at either uh, E3 or Comic Con or, or D23. Right. Um, anything else you want to touch upon on the Mandalorian? Or are we all good? We all, I'm all good. We all good. Okay. Um, I just wanted to <clears throat> leave the year by uh, a, a couple news that dropped or just little minor things we don't have to touch on. I'll just say it. You guys just give me your opinion on it and we can go from there. We don't got to debate. Um, the New Mutants. A new trailer will be released on January 6th. So we are finally getting it. Um, <laughs> it's dropping in April, <laughs> I believe. Oh, but boy. I I just, uh, I'm just going to say I don't care. Is that oh, okay to wait, say? Let, uh, me play, let me play the Stephen A. <laughs> well, oh, yeah, the new one. Care. Yeah, I got you right now. Hold on. I'm here to tell you right now. We don't care. Let me tell you. Right, let me tell you. We don't care. <laughs> Man, I wish I were um, here, but I'm um, gonna tell you right now. We don't care. So I love how IMDb says expected April third, twenty twenty. Expected. We, expected. We, we are just as unsure as you are. <laughs> Yo, talk um, about post-production nightmare, man. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, literally. And, and honestly, it's it's nobody's fault. But the Disney Fox merger, so you know it's it's annoying, yeah. but whatever. Also, I honestly blame it more on Fox than Disney. You know why? I, you know why? Because when the whole rumors of the Disney Fox deal were floating about, Fox was Fox knew that the deal was gonna <coughs> actually like go through. And they were going to uh, sign on it. This. And on purpose, I think they forced the, the production of like four or five films. Yeah, I remember that. And <laughs> one of those that. films was Gambit. It was New Mutants. It was Dark <laughs> Phoenix. <laughs> Yo, Dark Phoenix, bro. That shit. Yo, Dark Phoenix was so bad. That shit should have went to we VHS. Gotta, yo, we don't got to get into it. But, <laughs> but anyway. Of horror, speaking of horror. What? Kevin Feige has said that although Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness will not be fully fledged horror film, it will feature multiple scary sequences that push the boundaries of the PG-13 rating. Ooh. Detracting from what he previously had said that it was going to be the first horror film. Well, no, I'm sorry, he didn't say oh, that. Let me no. not. Let that me was not, not him who said that. Scott that was Scott Derrickson. Derrickson. Look at you. Look at you. Don't dirt on my name. Either way, Scott, Kevin, Yaka both hold these. (laughs) (laughs) Yaka both hold these. Um, They, you know what? I can't even blame them just because of like, just Marvel and Disney have just built, uh, are built upon um, children and Legos. So, Legos. (laughs) Legos um, isn't a Disney thing, fam. It's a kid's thing, though. So, and I, <laughs> I think that should. Oh, Kevin Feige also said that Chang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings has a ninety-eight percent Asian cast. That oh, is wild. That two percent is gonna piss off a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. Maybe the Seventh Calvary will come out and be like. <laughs> 
They're the main antagonist of the fucking thing. <laughs> Seven com- yo, people. Oh god, this is gonna be fun. This is, yo, next year is gonna be a lot of fun, man. I know Shang Chi isn't coming out next year, but it's gonna be fun. Like hearing like the production uh, news and all that. Yeah, but, yeah. So, yeah, that's it for me on news. Um, I just want to say again to our. Our listeners, thanks a lot. Thank you for a great year, great 2019. Uh, A lot more coming your way 2020. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully we'll be able to um, accomplish more things and get you guys more involved. You guys can get more involved by DMing us on Instagram. We will answer you without a doubt unless you're a complete weirdo. (laughs) Um, At Comagods with a V. So that's that's what I want to leave off at. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank, thank y'all. you, guys. Um, you already know what it is, man. Like we we are very grateful to give you thirty eight episodes over the course of of a year and four months. So like we only going up, fam. Facts. Keep riding this wave. <laughs> Please. We have. <laughs> Please. Please. Well, yeah, guys. Yeah, uh, no, it's it's been a hell of a year. Yeah, man. So we will be back soon, maybe sometime next year. Oh wow, I see. Maybe. <laughs> Hold on, I want to give him the old brother. He stinks. The what? Oh, brother! Oh, this brother, guy stinks. stinks. Yo, watch the Snyder Cut get re- like they'll announce it tomorrow. We have to drop another fucking podcast. <laughs> Before 2020, while the ball is dropping, guys. It's like, guys, so they finally did it, (laughs) guys. So they finally did it. I have the bar vibe, guys. So they finally did it. Uh, Zack Snyder released it. Uh, this is all I got. Happy 2020, y'all. But yeah, guys, um, happy new year, y'all. Happy new year, y'all. Mazel tov. Oi, Sabe, Gurenta.